2: what's hot in the strip clubs your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the exotic dancer publications dj of the year award danny myers and
1: Elon fong welcome to behind the curtain a what's, what's hot in the strip club podcast on the pantheon podcast network i'm Elon fong your host for today's show danny's not with us but we are here to pull back the curtain on the adult nightclub industry. This is the is club industry. So this is for you people who aren't in the industry. We're going to explain some things and hopefully teach you some things about our wonderful industry. With me today, I have a phenomenal guest. This is Kelly Johnson, a.k.a. Heaven. Now, she started off as an entertainer, dancer way back in the day, and she moved through being a house mom. She's been a DJ, a manager, and even a general manager in the industry. She currently is the manager at the Pony Club in Starkville, Mississippi. So please welcome Kelly Johnson. Kelly, welcome.
0: Hi, hello.
1: (laughs) Great to have you on the show. Great to see your face.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it a
1: lot. Oh, it's a pleasure. I had to reach out to you. Now, I've known you for a couple of years uh, through the industry and met you at Expo and stuff. And I've kind of watched your career online a little bit. And when you became a general manager, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. You know, there's not a ton of female general managers. There are more now and there's keep uh, more are stepping up and, and moving up in the industry. So I had to reach out to you. I thought, okay, here's a, a, an empowered woman who has learned a lot and started from the bottom and worked a way up. And so let, let's start there. So you started off as an entertainer, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. I did a and long how, time ago, like you said,
1: yeah, how many years, <laughs> how many years did you actually dance? If I can ask,
0: um, I danced for 19 years. I had to retire. Oh, to, God. Yeah. i had to retire due to an injury and, oh, uh, yeah. So it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And then you moved into being a house mom.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I was approached by Stephanie and Stephanie Wilbanks. Um, mm-hmm. and she, uh, asked me what I thought about it and I've had some really amazing house moms. And so I was like, yeah, I can do that.
1: All right. So for our listeners who have no idea about the script club industry, they're like, what is a house mom? What the heck? A mom. What, so what <laughs> is that? So can you explain to our listeners what a house mom is and what they do?
0: For sure. Um, so, um, the house mom, a good house mom, is the glue to any club you have. She is going to do things that are behind the scenes that you would not dream about. She's going to keep the show rolling, she's going to take care of the girls. She does things that are small from making sure the girls have baby wipes all the way to making sure girls are on stage, taking care of the girls if they need it. Maybe they, you know, might not have had or might, might have had too much to drink that night, pulling them off the floor, getting them sober. Um, she also is a shoulder to cry on. She's uh, <clears throat> somebody you can call anytime if she's a good one. Um, she just she does so much. There's house moms are are definitely needed in this industry. I think.
1: And they do such things like they they pr- often provide costuming, makeup, uh, food and snacks in the dressing room for the girls. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Like you-
0: I was a licensed cosmetologist, so I did hair, nails, makeup. Uh, my husband's a chef, and he. Um, okay. Uh, helps me, you know, with the food and stuff for the girls and um, she, you know, can do costumes, sell costumes, sell shoes. Um, She teaches uh, classes. I taught classes um, for the girls, Dancer 101 um, for new girls. You know, you just, you don't want to just throw somebody into the fire. You want to actually show them, you know, how this world is and how it works and how to be careful and navigate through it. So, uh, yeah, she does all of that.
1: Yeah, so for the record, for our listeners, it's not as simple as just putting on a thong, getting naked, and you make $1,000 a night. Ah. There's so much more that goes into being a dancer. So first of all, let me say, shout out to all the entertainers I've worked with and all the ones I don't work with, because it is a physically demanding job. It is oh, an man. emotionally demanding job. Yes. Uh, you have to learn the hustle. There's There's a bunch of do's and don'ts. You wanna keep yourself safe, both emotionally, yeah. physically, financially, all the above. And so mad respect to all my house girls and a house yeah. girl are the girls who work every night in your local club. They're different from the feature girls, but the house girls are the ones you see every day at your local club. So much love to them. Cause without them, we do not have an industry. Just got a hundred percent and okay. you're,
0: it's weird. Cause like you're an athlete and you don't even realize it. Your body just, if you're not careful and your body goes through so much, you really, I, I teach self care. You really have to take care of your body.
1: Yeah. And especially nowadays with as complex as the aerial dancing and pole dancing they do, they are high level athletes, a lot of them. uh, And they got to, you know, I tell the girls all the time, you got to treat your body like an athlete that comes from hydrating to icing to stretching, like all that stuff. It's crazy the conversations you have.
0: I make mine stretch every day when they come in early, I'm like, get up there and stretch. And they, like, they probably look at me like,
1: like, "Mom." <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and shout out to my house moms, Leisha who passed away, love and miss you. She was like a mom and house moms are moms. So not just the girls, not just the entertainers, but oftentimes the staff, your DJs, oh, yeah. DJs and house moms have to work closely together to get the rotations yeah. and to get the girls where they need to go. So usually the DJs and house moms have a really close relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and to Cheryl, my other house mom, I want to give them a shout out. Uh, mad sure. love to you guys. I love and miss you guys. All right. Uh, so you went from house mom and then I assume you kept moving up. So you started managing. Um, how long have you been a manager in the industry now?
0: Um, not very long. Uh, only about two years, I would say. Um, okay. Wow. Learning every day. Yeah. I got thrown into um, being a general manager. Um, learned a lot doing that uh the ins and outs more so than i ever thought there Mm -hmm. were um Mm -hmm. still learning and i you know it's very interesting to see what all you think you know about the industry and then you see more behind the scenes and you're just like wow (laughs) so
1: right yeah the general manager of the club for like any general manager of a larger business they have to handle a lot of the bigger questions like your floor managers hand the the putting out the fires every night and shift to shift the yeah. general manager has to look out for the bigger picture and the long-term uh problems and goals of the club so that's yeah. what, it's amazing that you became a general manager two years in there's so much to learn i mean i've never been a manager uh i've had some great ones i've learned under and worked with so i have a, an appreciation for what they do i've been told uh if you want to be a manager be a manager otherwise stay in the dj booth because we yeah. all think we know everything uh and you forget that there's a lot of st- a lot of shit you don't know and maybe you shouldn't stick your nose in that business. So I learned that lesson as a DJ
0: I'm in chaos though. Like when stuff is slow and going well, I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm so bored. But like when things start happening, that's when I make the good decisions. I'm like, pow, pow, pow. Yeah.
1: Right. that's why you, that's why you got the opportunity so quick. I have a feeling.
0: Right. I had a really great mentor as well. I got to shout out Gaither. He is, uh, he's my fairy godfather. He's awesome.
1: <laughs> so let's talk about, so now as a female in industry, and usually on the management side on the business side of things, it's definitely a male dominated industry. Uh, how did, how has that been for you as a, as a strong woman coming up in the business and what are some of the hurdles or, or stigmas, especially as a former dancer stepping into management that you had to overcome?
0: Um, yeah, there it's, so it's weird because, excuse me, um, as a dancer, I came up in the era of the men ran things. There was no questions. You just got out and did Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and, and that was accepted. And now, you know, I'm, I don't, I want to say like, we're the pioneers of the new era because we're coming up when women are starting to be more accepted in this industry. It's very hard. um, Especially when I was a general manager, you know, I had um, a lot of my guys, I literally had to prove myself to them, which, you know, I get it, you know. And uh, I think after I did that, they started to see, you know, you know, she's more than just tits you know she's got a brain (laughs) you know i hate to say it like that but it's true though yeah and so um you know i get that and it it is hard um i'm grateful to have opportunities of people who who cared to to give me give me that chance to show them instead of just looking at me like you know whatever kid you know
1: and to mentor you and and let you learn and make mistakes right
0: for sure for sure yeah so i mean you know
1: I definitely feel like in the last 10 to 15 years, it's become much more collaborative as well with the dancers and with the club side of things, with the DJs and the the managers as far as, you know, the entertainers having a little bit more of a voice, which I think is a good thing. Good, bad thing in some cases, but a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I, yeah I was
0: going to say bad in some cases, but yeah. definitely very good. Like I say, in my day, we, we didn't pick our music. We didn't, we literally, we picked our outfits. That's what we, pick. sometimes, depending on the club right. you work in. Right, right. I came from a gown club. You picked what they sold, and yeah. you know, so um, and now it's it's. I have an open door policy. If my girls have ideas, if they um, they have promoting ideas, if they have music mm-hmm. ideas, you know, I want to put little shows on. If they have those ideas, I'm behind them one hundred percent.
1: That's awesome. I, I think that's very awesome. In fact, now what um what are the uh, pluses or advantages of being a female manager when dealing with your entertainer staff?
0: I feel like they were Let
1: people. me rephrase that with dealing with your independent contractor. than yes, in those yes, clubs yes. sometimes. they're. Oh,
0: well, I, just, I came from a club where uh, the, 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 some of the girls were staff. So okay. it's, that's a very, that's a whole nother subject, but that's yeah, very, that's another show,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, but um, it's, they listen to you more. They tend to actually care what you have to say because they know that you've been through it, especially when you can identify with a problem that they're having and you're just like, you know, like, I've had girls come to me and they're like, oh, this is happening. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hate when that used to happen to me. And they automatically are like, mom, you get it. And so it's easy to get things um, done. It's easy to communicate with them. It's uh, easier respect on both sides. You know, occasionally you have the, you know, the head button. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's going to happen. Um, it's I don't know. It's just a nicer flow, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I try to be as empathetic as possible when I when I. You know communicated and bonded with my entertainers but at the end of the day i'm a man so there's a different perspective there's some things i can get rationally but i'm yeah. just not going to get on an emotional soul level that yeah you can probably do with your entertainers so but, I, you think know, I feel the same thing.
0: way on, on the opposite token i feel like men can get things across that certain women can't you know like <laughs> we just men and women offer different aspects to things and i
2: think both are valid
1: yeah, mars and venus right yeah <laughs> So, all right, uh, uh, let's start off with some other bigger questions for you. What are What is the biggest myth or misconception about the industry you would like to blow up for our non-strip club industry listeners?
0: Oh, my gosh. How much time do you have? Because, I mean, <laughs> <you can listen. laughs>
1: Well, let's keep it to one. We got, you know, okay, we'll keep we'll the podcast a little shorter.
0: Um, that dancers have to come from a broken home or be poor or trash or things like that to be a dancer, okay. you know? Um, that is so far from the truth. Uh, I know plenty of people that had no, absolutely no issues at home whatsoever. They just saw the opportunity and wanted to make money. Maybe they were paying their way through school. Maybe they wanted, you know, their kids to go to private school, whatever the case may be. It's just not true. Um,
1: That's a great point. I, I've seen girls from all walks of life of every race, every religion, and there's religious girls who dance. There's uh, for sure, r- girls from rich families, affluent families. There's girls who are just good businesswomen. Who I've seen girls who made a ton of money and then turned that money into flipping houses or starting a business, and now they're millionaires. It's it's crazy. So uh, it's it's a great way to make cash for 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 women. And uh, that's yeah.
0: literally all it is. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's a job like any other. Um, I always tell my girls the number one thing I say: <clears throat> your heels don't equal consent. Just because you have a dancer out for them doesn't mean that these guys can tell you about yourself, you know. That's great.
1: That's great. What is the biggest uh, misconception about being a manager? What, what would you like your uh, people to know about maybe they don't know about being a manager?
0: Um, That we just kind of sit around and just watch things and <laughs> don't do anything.
1: <laughs> right.
0: You know, like we just control everything.
1: There are managers who just sit there watching sports though. I've seen it, but for sure. I, I <laughs> like,
0: yeah, let me, let me just say that I have seen that I've had a manager one time. He never left the office. and I was like, Hey man, I need your help out here. You know, but like, um, you know, I want to be as involved as I can. You know, I shake hands. I'm, at dance count. I go to the door. I mean, I do everything. Like earlier, you mentioned that I had DJed. I, I wouldn't technically classify myself as a DJ because Lord knows I'm not, but <laughs> I've had to do that before. I've had sure. to be security outside. So I just, I do everything.
1: Yeah. My, uh, one of my favorite managers, Rob Caprio, rest in peace, Rob, uh, said, I I refuse to be held hostage by any employee. So I make sure I know how to do every position in the club. That way, if they're acting up or acting out, I can get rid of them and I can go do it myself. <laughs>
0: That is literally how I feel. I feel like if I'm running a club, I need to know every single aspect of that club. So if something happens, I can cover it. Because the way I, this is the way I look at things, I feel like the show is the number one thing, and we put yes. that on every night. We are literally Disney World with titties, okay? Yes. And if anything happens in that show to stop it, I've got to be able to to pick that up and make that wave into Seamless. food water. Yeah.
1: Preach it. Preach it. The show yes. must go on at all times. <laughs> yes. Kidding. Yes. yes. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, what is your favorite thing about your job? And then we'll, uh, well, actually, let's start with the, the not so good. What is your least favorite thing about the job first? Then we'll go to favorite thing. Mm. Least favorite thing about being a manager.
0: My least favorite thing. And, and this is not happening here. Um, okay. So let me just start off by saying that, but my least favorite thing is when someone hires you to do a job and they don't let you do the job.
1: Amen. I like that one. What's your favorite thing about your job? This is happening here when somebody hires me to do a job and they let me do my job. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the pony in Starksville, Mississippi. Jerry yeah. thank you. Great job. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What is something uh, about the industry that would be surprising to non-industry people?
0: Ooh, that the nurse or doctor checking you out it probably used to be an answer.
1: Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah, I know so many RNs. I (laughs) do see the attorney trying your case, the judge sitting on that. (laughs) Lawyers. Yeah,
0: that's awesome.
1: That's awesome. Uh, What has changed for the worse since you started in the industry? And then we'll go to what has changed for the better.
0: For the worst. I think that human trafficking has become easier. I think, I think that we are now paying more attention to signs and paying more attention to that. Um and and I, let me just say this, it's not necessarily, you know, seeing somebody come out of the club and kidnapping them. That's not what I mean. Right, right. I mean like, you know, whether it's a girl who believes a guy who talks her into traveling to different states, taking her money, abusing her, you know. Um, any anything falls under that umbrella. Uh I, but I feel like now we are paying more attention to that and we are being very much proactive. You know, there's um yeah. boards that that dedicate uh
1: you know, themselves to that. Um, Angelina Spencer, thank you. She's an organization that fights human trafficking in the strip club industry. And let me clarify another thing about uh, human trafficking. It's not just, you know, people being trucked around in the back of a semi truck being Mm -hmm. slaves. No, no, no. It could be another entertainer who takes advantage of a young entertainer and travels with her, but then takes her money and takes her ID and just uses her and pimps her out. It could be a boyfriend. It could be a family member. It could be, uh, there's so many different variations of that. So yeah, let's, yes. let's blow up the idea that it's the, the cartels yeah, no. people. Cause it's, that's not, of course that happens, For but sure, it's actually more likely to be,
0: it's more, yeah, it's more when so they know
1: the, a family yeah. member, a girlfriend doesn't have yeah. to be male either. So I yeah. want to clarify that. Yeah, right.
0: it is more so that definitely I've seen more of that. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out to her. She does a great job.
1: Yeah. So what is um, better about the industry since you started
0: better about the industry we are actually listening to the voices of the women and trying to make things um uh, better for them we are not looking at them like dollar signs Mm -hmm. and actually caring about their situations you know uh their, you know, their exit strategies. Um, I I can't speak for every club. I can only speak right. for, you know, myself and, and what I do. Uh, but you know, we care about their exit strategies. We care about them saving. We care about their education. You know, the pony has education programs. I mean it's it's wow. yeah. So it, it's important to me that we actually um make sure that these ladies uh achieve the goals that they they put out or even if they don't have goals that we show them the goals they could have, the possibilities they could have.
1: So Yeah. Let's invest in our ladies who provide everything for the rest of us. So owners right, out there sure. listening, we challenge you. We challenge you to do these education uh, assistance programs that she's talking about. Go talk to Jerry Westland if you need to, to get some ideas. I'll, I'll just say, throw that out there at Jerry's community. Oh man, Jerry
0: Westland's brilliant. He's uh, you awesome. know,
1: yeah. I've heard nothing but great stuff. All right. Here's the big one now. What new and exciting innovations do you see coming in the future or would you like to see happen in the in the industry in the future?
0: Um, you know, it's weird. I want to take something that's probably old school, but turn it new school. I want, I'm, I'm tired of the same song and dance. I'm saying I'm tired of the same cookie cutter stuff. Mm -hmm. I want to actually make it fun to go to clubs. I want to throw shows. I want to throw parties. Like I want the girls to become invested in getting together and you know, not just necessarily burlesque, but it could be anything. When I was in um, Myrtle Beach, I wanted to put together something like that, and I, I wasn't there long enough um, to to do that. But I, I'm definitely going to do it here. Um, I I want people to, I want people to actually have fun. I mean, I know they have fun when they go to the clubs. That's that's not what I'm saying. But I want them to, I want them to be talking about it at the cigar that's shop definitely. with the other guys. And you know, I want them. You know, bring your wives, bring your girlfriends. I mean, we love the ladies, you know. Yeah. And it's you know when they're not being bitches to the girls, but it's fun to have that interaction with everybody. Uh, the stigma of yes. <laughs> the street clubs um, is like it's like this dark corner where men sit and they're you know perfect. <laughs> all, no. you know. And and we actually have fun when you come out and you you know you enjoy the show. And I wanted I would like to see that. I would like to see our um, our regular things go to something great.
1: Yeah, I'll say this. When I worked in Vegas at Club Paradise in Las Vegas, and it's not there anymore, but they had their own showgirls. And four times a night, they would come out and do these choreographed, amazing shows. They were all actual professional dancers as well as, you know, stripper entertainers. Uh, and, you know, yes there is the advantage of being in las vegas where there's a lot of talent like that readily available but that exists everywhere to a certain extent and you know some of the yes there's going to be some costs so they were paid salary employees because they had to choreograph they had to you know they do a bunch of stuff and yes there was insurance because people get injured it's you know and they were doing you know aerials aerial shows high level like certain Soleil stuff not maybe quite that level but close to it you know what i mean and i would love to see that in every market that's literally
0: what i want to do i want to speak like Four or five girls, you know, that want to do something. I even bought like uh, for my girls, I bought feature fans for them. I bought aerial hoops, like things like Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, that they can play with and get on the stage and just kind of make themselves comfortable with it. And eventually I'm going to move to, Hey, let's (laughs) get together. Let's do this. You know? And I just, I don't know. I just think that would be super cool. Like imagine just sitting there, you're watching, you know, your house girl on stage. And then when Showtime comes around, instead of doing, you know, a feature entertainer for Showtime, you've got the show. So it's like every hour on top of the hour
1: dinner and an exotic adult show for you coming soon to your strip club. And hopefully Kelly Johnson is a manager there. I want to thank (laughs) Kelly for coming on. This has been awesome. I appreciate your time and your knowledge and experience that you shared with us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It was like an honor to be here.
1: Oh, great having you on. Thanks a lot, Kelly. All right. Go see Kelly at the Pony in Starksville, Mississippi, and, and say hello. All right? That's right. All of What's Hot in the Strip Club's podcast, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Flashback Friday, Classic Rock Remixes, and Behind the Curtain can be found at what's com.